Welcome to this special holiday presentation of Swaddling, an original radio drama by the radio players. Christmas is such a time of faith and miracles. The radio players are about to explore the world of nuns, those noble ladies who give their lives to others. We begin on no less time than Christmas Day when a package arrives at the Sisters of Mercy Convent and Orphanage. Now, on to the Christmas episode. Let's introduce the cast and roles. I'm Kevin Rathundi, and I'll be the narrator. I'm Rita Pierce, and I'm Sister Bridget. I'm Peg Falcone. I'm Sister Boniface. I'm Elizabeth Donahue, and I'm Mother Superior. I'm Sydney Ambos, and I'll be Sister St. Barbara. I'm Pam Matthews, and I'll be Mary Alice O'Connell. I'm Christopher Thundy, and I'll be Cyril and Rosa Valdez. Swaddling, a radio play by Steve Falcone. Scene 1. The soft choir sound of Away in the Manger is punctuated by the clack of Sister Bridget's no-nonsense shoes against the tile floor of the Sisters of Mercy Convent. Sister hums to the tune, no crib for his bed, the little Lord Jesus lay down his sweet head. The harsh bring of the doorbell has the nun increase her pace, calling back over her shoulder. It's bound to be here, sister, I'm sure of it this being the eve of the miracle, and we so in need of that turkey for the orphan Christmas dinner. Oh, do, Lord, give us thy bounty on this thy birthday. Sister opens the door and looks left and right for sign of the delivery boy, to no avail. A soft coo pulls her eyes down to a baby in the cardboard box at the step before her. Scene two. Sister Bridget gasps, carries the precious package inside to be met by Sister Boniface. Pray, what has the good Lord sent us this day? A heavenly package. Where on earth did you acquire that child? A gift from above, sister. As are they all, sister. But where did this wee miracle come from? Mm -hmm. I looked, and behold, the angel was cooing up at me, not an adult to be had anywhere. (laughs) Where are your wings, little angel? Is that why you've fallen from heaven? Too young yet for wings. Perhaps he has to earn them. No more wonderful life viewings for you, sister. I hear no bells, do you? (laughs) We don't (laughs) even know if our little one's a he or she angel. Do you come in both kinds? (laughs) We'll know soon enough, sister, I'm thinking. What a stench from a heavenly creature. Have you ever... I'm an only child. Tis unfamiliar territory to me. Oh, wouldn't this be the perfect time to hand our holy package over to Catholic Social Services? Looks as if the duty falls to you, sister. Tis God's will, I'd say. (laughs) Would you now? Hadn't we best alert Mother Superior of our new arrival? First things first, my dear. More like second things first, sister. Scene three, as Mother Superior flies into the room. What in the name of all that is holy? You've answered your own question, Mother. This is all that's holy. Lord bless us, a precious child. Has the baby a name? A bit shy, Mother. Hasn't said yet. 
Forgive me, Mother. I have a big mouth, as you know. And a foot the size to stick in it. Sure, I know you so well, you leave little surprise for your confessor. Will I have a go with the wee baron? What a precious package you are, child. He likes me, he does. Is he a he or a she? A matter I leaved in God's hands. You haven't unwrapped our Christmas gift yet, is it? Shame the babe came with no name tag. May we name the child? This is not a game of dollies, sister. Above all, we must find the child's identity and where it's to be placed by the proper authorities. We know where that leads. One more poor child in a seat at the long hall and a cold cot in the dormitory across the way. God bless these little ones for the love and care we can give them. For this we give thanks. Almighty Father, in the name, in the name of, the of the Father, and the, and the Son, Son, and the, and the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Would you like that little one? <laughs> of course you would. A bit premature to find a seat for the child in Sister Wilfred's toddler class. Too true, sister. We've yet to see what wonders Mary Alice McConnell can work over at social services. We must ring her immediately. On the Christmas? Hunger and want take no holidays, sister. Nor must we. Sister St. Norbert. Pardon, Mother? As one of eight children, she's bound to know a thing or two about diapers. As the baby cries, the sound of sensible shoes scurrying across the tile floor. Scene four, gurgling and laughter of a baby. There, child, don't you smell more like the angel you are? Tis only true that cleanliness is next. Cleanliness accomplished, naming of the child, clearly a boy, as we now see. The next order of business. A boy, child, how lovely. As you'd have plainly seen if you looked, sister. I just... Modesty has its time and place, but this occasion of a man-child arriving on the birthday of the man of all men is a special blessing, devoutly to be celebrated. He must be called something. True enough, sister. Though Mother Superior is off in search of the child's true identity as we speak. Sure, an interim name would do no harm. An absolute necessity under the circumstances. A nickname of sorts? A holy one. Redeemer? That's a towering weight for a wee one to bear. Is it not, little fellow? Precious. No, no, too precious. Might as well dub him Sparkle. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put on our thinking caps, sisters. The day's a-wasting. Look at the time. We've not yet arranged the orphan's feast. Ham! Mother of mercy, has it not arrived yet? The child's name. Ham. It's biblical. No good? A trifle... Star, this child's come to us from who knows what distance. Is he not the star of the day? Must scurry along now and see our wee star set to shine at the Christmas feast. Sure your arms must be led by now, Sister Norbert. Will I spell you for a bit? Not at all necessary, Sister. Thanks for the asking. The wee tyke's as light as the fresh air he brings to the day. Anyway, he likes me. That much is clear to all, is it not? Let's get you dressed straight away, shall we? I'd say your Christmas parcel's slipping away, Bridge. Lord only knows how it'll come back wrapped. 
Scene 5. Mother Superior is on the phone to Mary Alice McConnell of the Catholic Social Services. Blessings to you this glorious day, Mary Alice. And to you, Mother Catherine, merriest of nativities. You're doubtless surprised by my call. Always a pleasure, Mother. <laughs> Those are the kind of white lies that might just squeeze the soul into heaven. <laughs> I'm counting on it, Mother. In any event, I, I do apologize for the untimely intrusion, but I fear it's necessary. I imagined as much, Mother. <laughs> Did you ever imagine you'd be calling your old classmate Catherine Duffy, Mother? <laughs> taken some getting used to, believe me. Oh, I believe you, dear. <laughs> ah, well, I've stalled long enough. Time to come to the point and let you get on with your Christmas. The highlight of which is always the orphan's feast, a term we no longer employ, of course. I still do, and proudly. <laughs> Give them hell, or is it heck? Well, only one burns eternally, an important distinction for the PC folk who'd Sooner soften a term than attack the problem. <sighs> I'll get down off my soapbox now. How easy it is to hop up there, even at my age. I can't envision a time when you won't lift your voice for a cause. Which brings me deftly to the reason for my call. <laughs> a baby. Huh. It could be no other on this day. On our doorsteps this very morning. Ah. Now, I know well enough what you're going to say... Sure I ought to by now. I'm afraid you do, Mother Catherine. Any child coming to our awareness within the surrounding district must be transferred to avoid familiar or situational conflict of any kind. Oh, practically by heart. Heart being the operative word, Mary Alice. It always is. To be sure, but the thing is... I always is. Pardon, dear. A thing. Something or other muddying the waters of transaction for the child. Well, this one hits close to the heart. The sisters. Sister Bridget found the babe with Sister Boniface alongside. Let me guess the rest. A swaddling infant dumped on an orphanage doorstep of a Christmas morn? A sure sign from God the baby was meant to be here. Two large hearts enraptured immediately. Bingo! But you've not succumbed to this tiny twinkler? Somebody has to keep professional decorum. You'd not lie on the Christmas, Mother. <laughs> you got me, Counselor. I might be a smidge taken with the wee one. Full disclosure, I'm mad about the babe. We named him Star. Oh, not too big a stretch from a twinkler. Ah, oh, you must see those big brown eyes. That's why I wear shades on the job. Leave me not a minute, Sister St. Norbert, who has hold of the child and won't let go. <laughs> sure, you'd think with her gaggle of siblings she'd have learned to share. To be fair, she has more experience with wee creatures than the rest of us. She's, she's dressing the babe as we speak, polishing up little star for Christmas. Oh, you're bringing the baby to Christmas dinner with all the other children? Sure. What else would we do with the child? Stick him in the fridge for later? Uh, I was only... T'was I being melodramatic. Do forgive me, dear. Losing perspective so quickly. Oh, you're speaking with your heart. It's only natural and a good thing, Mother Catherine. Should you lose that emotional touch, you've lost a feel for the job. 
I wonder if our emotions, the sisters and mine, don't spring from our decision not to bear children. Are we left with a repressed sense of maternal longing, do you wonder? Oh, I couldn't begin to imagine the depth of sacrifice you brave women have made in life. God will truly bless you for it. Of course you must bring little star out to shine upon our lost children. He may prove a beacon to them on their journeys. Perhaps tis you should be wearing a wimple with all that spiritual eloquence. Mm-hmm. I believe we're, each of us, just where the Lord means us to be. I'll get right on calls and cajoling to forward the Star Project. Excellent title! Who knows? Perhaps no news will be good news? <sighs> Not an adage I'm fond of, dear. There's a reason my habit is black and white. For me, good news is good news. The rest is bad. Scene six. That long-awaited moment has come. The Sisters of Mercy annual Christmas dinner, forever known as the Orphan's Feast to the nuns and their charges. Hungry young mouths drooling for turkey and all the trimmings, feeding to their heart's delight. These eager eaters always leave room for pumpkin pies and cakes concocted by Kelly, an amazing baker, as well as a great chef. Midst the chatter of the children and the clatter of cutlery, Mother Superior can scarce be heard as she greets Mary Alice's late arrival. There you are, girl. I was beginning to lose hope you'd make it. Have I ever missed an orphan's feast? True. Your attendance to date is perfect. I only feared the weighty matter before you might have filled your day completely. Lord bless us, Mother. Have you broken into poetry? Another talent uncovered. A child's shout is heard. Take your seat, Cyril, and finish your meal. For which we give abundant thanks. My turn to have a go with Star. Kofi won't give him up. (sighs) Give that baby back to Kofi this instant. He's not a pull toy. Sit down before you find your seat too hot to do so. (sighs) I fear disciplinarian remains my day job. Still, it's a delight to see the way the children have taken to our newest addition. This day, a star is born. Absolutely lyrical you are this day. You must be famished. Here I am waxing ecstatic when I ought to be filling your plate. Regular and oyster dressing, per usual? Actually, I, I haven't much appetite at the moment. A glass of the lovely iced tea will do me nicely. Mary Alice O'Connell at Christmas feast without her appetite? This bodes not well at all. Have you something to tell me? Uh, Maybe I will have just the teeniest slice of... Don't mince words, girl. You were never good at it. Give it to me straight. Though I already suspect what's coming. Oh, I tried every angle I knew, Catherine. Called in every favor owed me and a few that weren't. No dice every time. Wouldn't this be the rare occasion the diocese and the state agree on something? Both were adamant that the situation involved entirely too much conflict of interest. Oh, I'm so very sorry, Mother Catherine, to have let you down. Here now, child. (laughs) We'll have none of that. Head up high. You've done all you can. We'll leave it in God's hands. On with Christmas and all of those, these lovely rascals in our care. See how happy they are? 
Let's match them smile for smile. Oh, on second thought, I believe I will take a full plate now, Mother. Both kinds of dressing, if you please. Ah, uh, there's the Mary Alice I remember. Always so helpful finishing up my plate for me if ever I faltered. Bringing grief to so many of the girls with the way you shoveled it in, never gaining an ounce. Mary Alice of the Miraculous Metabolism was the moniker they hung on you, <laughs> as I recall. <sighs> I do regret now bringing the wee one to dinner. I've done neither the baby nor the children any favor. They'll now be saddened by Star's departure. I beg to differ, Mother. The children have a fond memory of this day, as might our divine parcel as well. You might be right at that. In any event, the deed is done. Time to relish the moment at hand. We give thanks, O oh Lord, for this day and of all the glory that it brings. Amen. Scene seven, sounds of children laughing and women sniffling. <laughs> we not a soggy lot? Tripping all over the children's fun. <laughs> there now. There now, love. <laughs> Mustn't let the little ones catch you watering down the ice cream. <laughs> we'll have nothing but goop left. <laughs> so true, Mother Catherine. This will never do. I really must pull it together before I've deeply shamed myself. There's no shame in the heartbreak we all feel for the lovely Christmas gift being taken from us. The angels must be weeping. <laughs> I see angels in black sniffling all around the table. Hardly angels, but good women who do God's work willingly and love their little earthly charges so. <sighs> Still, it, it's time to lighten the mood of the room a bit. <laughs> a commotion is heard at the dining hall door as Sister Boniface is backed into the dining hall by a young, drably dressed woman. Mother Catherine, this woman insists on seeing you. I told her. Please, Mother, I must see my child. I've called security. Tim's bolting up from his turkey to get here. I beg you, Mother, to let me see my sweet Diego one time. Oh, there goes our star. Enough. Please stop dancing each other around before we all get dizzy. Sister Boniface, kindly text Tim and tell him to finish his dinner. We'll be fine. Rosa, still weeping, cannot take her eyes off of her son. What's your name, dear? Rosa, mother. Rosa Valdez. At least it wasn't Mary. <laughs> you know Rosa, Mary Alice? I do, mother. She's been on our rolls for some time. I had no notion of your child, Rosa. He was news to me, too. You left him on the convent doorstep? Why? Mia culpa, mia maxima culpa. So much shame pours from me. I was crazy with desperation. I could not feed me, baby. Carlos? Gone. No work anywhere. His shame drove him away. And drink? See, si, that also. It'll be all right, child. God will provide. First, you must calm down. Rosa begins to fall as Mother Superior grabs her in time. When have you last eaten, dear? Can you remember? Rosa shakes her head no. Boniface, get a plate for Rosa and water. I do not mean to intrude, only to kiss me here. That's not really a good idea or even technically permissible. L 
listen to yourself. Better yet, don't. How quickly those tears of pity have dried. I can't always follow my heart, Mother. Now that's a shame. My actions are often bound by the regulations of my job. Unbind yourself, dear. I implore you. Technically, you're an off-duty presence here with no jurisdiction to invoke. You know I can't just look away, Mother Catherine. Watch then, social worker O'Donnell, as I proceed under God's roof. Boniface brings a heaping plate of turkey and a large glass of water. Eat now, child, to restore your strength and lots of water to rehydrate. Rosa shakes her head no. And I'm saying yes, Rosa, you will eat. Pushes her gently into a chair as Rosa quickly digs in. Slowly, child. It's clearly been a while. I must tell you, Mother, that I'm uncomfortable in this situation. I'm truly sorry to hear that, Mary Alice. Perhaps it's a matter you could pray over. I will pray for us all, but must consider the strictures of my job and consequences of my actions here. As must we all. Mary Alice stands. Perhaps I should go. If you feel you must, I will wish you a happy and holy Christmas. They hug as Rosa leaps up and falls to her knees before Mother Superior. Madre, I beg you, do not let her take me, Pepe, from me. I know I have sinned so terribly in the eyes of Dios y la bendita Madre. Is there not some way I might do penance and keep Diego? You're my only hope. Help me. Lifts Rosa to her feet. No one is taking Diego at present. This holiest of nights, you may hold your child in peace. Boniface brings Diego to Rosa. The baby gurgles as Rosa smiles and weeps. He is so beautiful. They both are. The ideal Madonna and child. They light up the room. And a little child shall lead them. Isaiah 11.6 Oh, as I am moved to allow Diego to remain here in the convent with his mother, under Mother Catherine's diligent supervision, until such time as other arrangements can be made, may God bless you both. I am to keep me, Bebe. For now, temporarily. Comprende, Rosa? Si, si. You will stay here with all of us. Diego will have many brothers and sisters. Bueno? Muy bueno. Gracias, eterna señora. Oh, Donada. We must all give thanks for the glories before us. In nomine patris, et filii, et spiritus sancti. Amen. Mother, is it time for you know what? Clearly they know what. <laughs> We've got about 30 seconds before they tear the tree down. Release <laughs> Open the presents. Abre los regales. Despacio. Calmly. See how well behaved Diego is? <laughs> Give him time. <laughs> Just what you've given him. A most precious gift. Would you like to hold Diego, senora? Oh, I thought you'd never ask. What a wonderful nativity. Rich with gifts for us all. Amen. This has been a special presentation of the original radio play, Swaddling, 
written by Steve Falcone and performed by the radio players. Swaddling was recorded live in the studios of WSIU Radio. Post-production design by Hanis Gupwet. WSIU is your station for arts and entertainment, made possible by listener support. WSIU is powered by you.